0: Try that again. Go for it. All uh, right. Yeah, you're sounding better. Okay. Cool. Cool. There we go. I just had to. I just had to tweak with my gain. I'm um, still learning my mic a little bit. It's all a process. But uh, yeah, we could probably just run it from here. Um, kind of cued out the technical difficulties there. But once again, yeah, man, thanks for being on the show. Um, I appreciate you being on here. Um, just a little introduction. Um, this is the fourth episode of the Hot Sixteens Podcast with your host AJ Tainer and today's guest. Um, Really, really good friend of mine, uh, grew up with him, uh, played sports together, did a lot of stuff growing up, and um, he's doing his own thing. He has a podcast of his own called Burn the Wagon, and uh, we're going to let him uh, explain that to you guys, the audience today, about uh, what he's got going on and what his topics and what he's trying to conquer with that. And uh, without further ado, I want to introduce uh, no other than Juan Dominguez. How you doing, Juan?
1: I'm good, man. Yahui, thank you for having me here today. Um, thank you for everyone that's joining the Hot 16's podcast. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for all the followers. Um, yeah, um, my name is Juan Dominguez. I'm out of the Padaha um, River people out of Mendocino County, or the Padaha Dapo, the River pe- the River Mouth Reservation. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. Um, my podcast, Burn the Wagon, is about verbally burn the wagon, that is capitalism, patriarchy, and above all else, colonialism. Um, yeah, and we'll get into that here pretty soon. Um, yeah, a little intro about myself.
0: Yeah, no biggie. Yeah, thank you, man. And um, it's, really, it's really awesome uh, what you're doing, man. Um, I think it's great. I, I think there needs to be more people just like you who are willing to take a stand and actually uh, be a voice for Native American culture and, um, and actually stand for what's right. And I feel like you, your approach with everything you got going on is, is, um, it's beautiful, man. And I I think you're doing a great job and just keep going, bro. You just got to keep pushing, man. Be that voice, be, be one step ahead of everybody, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So let me really quick here. I got these, uh, I'd have some questions for you for today's show, um, just so we can get going, but you'd already told us where you're from, but, um. Oh, here we are right here. Boom. You already get that. You told us your tribe. Um, so with you on, with everything you got going on, um, in your life or spiritually, who were, um, who are role models who kind of gave you the courage to want to start the burn the wagon podcast and, uh, do what you're currently doing with your movement?
1: I mean, it's my role models to, to say that, like, who kind of drove the force in, in, um, and starting the podcast is just regular people, honestly, regular people in my in my communities um, that want to be heard, that want to be seen, mm-hmm. just don't have a platform and don't know how to go about um, getting themselves out there. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm two years sober, so I used to I used to do a really good job of of you know forming people to to do the wrong things such as partying and and doing stuff like that mm-hmm. so why can not i can i mo- use my mouthpiece to um to for something good mm-hmm. because you know certain times i wouldn't have zero money and and be kind of find myself partying for 4 days with yeah. zero dollars so if mm-hmm. i can if i can use that mouthpiece to kind of get something done in, in a good way yes then like we can just continue to drive forward you know
0: what i mean yes definitely definitely and um it was really cool i remember i was um when you first did we're getting ready well not getting ready but when you were first doing um all the stuff you're doing i remember it uh to me my uh memory with all this you were um you were actually making meals and you were working um with another nonprofit profit uh organization if i, if I recall
1: yeah, so um, we were doing feeding the homeless um, homeless community here in Santa Cruz uh, for a bit. So that was a thing that um, I, I definitely can get back into it, but right now, because um, there is a big homeless population in Santa Rosa, California, that needs help, and also in L.A., um, there's a there's a small, small community of natives in the Skid Row um, area. so that's something i definitely could get back into but yeah i was with simply of service um they do have an instagram but um decided to go my own way with burn the wagon and kind of create a community by myself um but yeah we were doing a, a lot of homeless feeding people um so we would feed up to like 40 to 50 people at a time. You came out with me like once or twice yeah. to give some yeah. clothes. That was definitely um,
0: a, a different experience, man. And, and thank you for letting me uh, be a part of that journey with you at that time of your life.
1: Absolutely, man. It's uh, anybody that wants to wants to give back to somebody. And um, I, like I said, I'm two years sober. And at any point, I could have ended up in that situation. And I yeah. think, I think everyone, everyone needs to like, you know, we're one to two steps away from that in, in a place, especially like California, which is so expensive to live no matter where it is. And it's so hard to find a job right now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, I think, uh, we all need to realize we're, we're one to two steps away from that situation.
0: Yeah. Every, everyone is, especially with inflation and, and, and what their cost of living is. And, you know, it's, it's definitely scary. You know, we don't, we don't really know what the future of California holds, it's uh it's, these next few years are going to be crucial and especially these elections that we do have going on um right now i know those are actually really important i've been seeing some stuff um, about that in the news but um with uh, some other questions here one i think you might have covered a one i had right here about uh, what your podcast was about but do you want to just go uh, maybe a little bit more in depth on some things that you're focusing on like right now maybe some events or what what you're really putting on your podcast maybe some guests that you've had on absolutely so um
1: so, yeah, actually, one guess. I'll get into that in a little bit, actually. But yeah. yeah. Um, so the whole reason I, I, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why, but um, one big reason I started this is because uh, history and people tend to talk about us in the past tense as Native American indigenous people. Um, so what I wanted to do is let people know that we're still here and we exist in every single type of person. We're artists we're just regular people who just like watching tv watch like watching sports we have politicians we have people who are into um the spiritual aspect the people that aren't into the spiritual aspect of their cultures um, yeah so there's i just want to show that we're every single type of person exists in the so-called white man's world we exist mm-hmm. that same type of person too it's just mm-hmm. you know we're 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 just not talked about and we just don't have platforms to get out there and be seen on.
0: Yes. Yes. Definitely. So yeah,
1: pretty much this is a whole creating a platform for natives to exist and natives to just go and see other natives. And it's also for non-natives to learn. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> I definitely, I feel like I, you've definitely taught me some things. Like um, I remember I was watching um, one of your Instagram lives and um, I, I didn't know that uh, Pomo, was uh, actually an, um, an acronym. I, I I lived there my whole life thinking, you know, the the, the, the Pomo and Kashaya tribe, that, that that was the name, but it was an acronym. Can you, um to uh, refresh my memory, and I'm actually going to jot it down, what does Pomo actually stand for?
1: So, dude, I, I went 29 years of my goddamn life <laughs> thinking that, I, just, like, taking yeah. so much pride
0: in saying Pomo.
1: Yeah. But it, it means people of
0: many origins. All right, let's I'm going to I'm going to remember that because, yeah, I remember you were uh, who who were you uh, talking to? It was like I think it was a guest from um, Upper Lake. Uh... Yeah, he,
1: he was a guest. But one of the people that was commenting that was watching commented and she was ah. an elder that um, that commented that. Yeah. So I went 29 years of my life being so proud to be a Pomo person. And this is what settlers called us, uh, because yeah. in that area of Lake County, Mendocino County and Sonoma County. Yes. There's many Pomo tribes that exist. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of the language is very similar. Like a lot of the, a lot of people say Yahweh for thank you. Yeah. So it's a lot. Of, so the settlers in that time were just like, there's too many different tribes that are similar mm-hmm. for us to call like each, each, each name.
0: Yes, definitely. Wow. That's, and it's just, wow. It's just, that's another thing how you had mentioned, um, like in history and stuff like that, you know, I mean, that's how, I mean, hey, that's how it was taught to me, you know, growing up. And it's just it's just great that, you know, you're 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 being a voice to, you know, make it like, no, like this is not right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And actually, but, a, a person I, I want to get you connected to because he's a he's a native rapper and I oh. think he would be good for Hot 16 is Stewie G. Stewie and I, G. Yeah, and I, and I interviewed him, so um, – and he's doing a lot of live shows and shit, dude. You should definitely tap in with him. And yeah, definitely.
0: No, yeah, and that's another thing, too. We really appreciate, too. We, we love shout-outs, man. You can shout-out anybody you want, um, you know, here at Hot 16. We're all about building, like a, I like to reiterate, a foundation. It's just – it's organic, man. You know, like I – like, you know, I have a mouthpiece. You know, why don't I give back in a giving aspect or just try to, you know – do what I can for my community or the community of people that I like to hang out with, you know, like, what can I do for them? And well, why don't I try and use my voice? So.
1: Yeah. And I like, I like that you're uh you're on the scene at events, man. that's, and that's that's the main way of um, networking and, Mm -hmm. and getting your, your, your logo and your face out there because once people uh, start seeing you then they'll start connecting that to like hot 16s like oh that's hot 16s you know yeah
0: exactly it's uh it's actually been really cool man i've I've had the honor and privilege of uh hanging out with some really really cool people and i know it's only going to get better you know and um it's definitely different you know uh how i'm going and i knew that the crowd aspect is going to be really important because if i want to build anything just like we want for both of our uh, platforms here you got to be able to have crowd interaction, you know, like you have to learn your audience, you know, because you could be like drawing in people, like you said, like you're going to get the non-native learner and you could be teaching him, you know, something simple, maybe a term, how to say thank you. You know, it's, it's more than just um, like one set, like view, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's great though, man. I appreciate the acknowledgement and the encouragement too, you know, and I, ca- I can say that you, you've definitely given me some encouragement in a lot of this um, with uh, my, a lot of my early stuff. I remember uh, when this was all getting going, you were one of my first followers, uh, one of my first encouragers and, you know, it's always, um, it's always awesome to have people that, you know, support you and um, yeah, it's great and I'm glad to have you on today, man. It's really cool. This is the fourth episode of, uh, of the podcast, man. So uh, yeah, we'll keep it going here. Um, so just so the crowd and my audience can get um, a better kind of timeline of everything, you had mentioned, um, and we had talked about our time together uh, in Santa Cruz when we were helping the homeless and giving back, but um, wasn't it pretty much after that you had said you parted ways uh, shortly after? When would you say you uh, really started Burn the Wagon?
1: So actually, I just released, I didn't really do like a, like a, um, like a post or anything about it but i just released my year anniversary episode with uh Tashina parker Um, yeah i saw that
0: on your instagram page that that
1: had been i've been doing it for about a year um and eventually um but the podcast page itself has existed for maybe like six months Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just been and, and the upcoming um, interviews are are going to be amazing. Um, a couple people with like a good amount of followers, so we re- uh, Hopefully, we reach a whole new audience. type of audience. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're two completely different type of artists. One is a tattoo artist. One is just a digital artist. Um, so yeah, it's it's amazing. And and um, last week I had two people. I had interviewed in an artist. And another artist was watching and they connected on their art and I watched the conversation just unfold in the comments and then become friends in the comments. So it's like those connections is what it's all about.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's funny that you say. So you'd say you're going to have a tattoo artist.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tattoo artist. Um, I've had actually one. This is going to be my second tattoo artist.
0: Um, yeah, his name I'm is... actually um going to be featuring um my first tattoo artist. Um, he's going to be on the show here in a, uh, in a couple episodes. Um, and actually, this is a big one for me. I'm going to be doing my first international interview, and he's um he's a tattoo artist out of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Wow. Yeah, leaves with ink. Um, everybody can go check him out. That's his handle at Leaves with Ink, and uh, he does black and uh, black and gray tattoo. He doesn't do color. Um, he does some shading, and yeah, you can find him on Instagram. And I'm gonna have him on here in a couple episodes. Um, another mutual friend, but uh, that's really cool though that you're also featuring tattoo artists. I've also wanted to bring people like that, like another walk of life, you know, onto onto the show to see what kind of connection we can build with that audience.
1: Yeah. I'm so, I'm going to have, I want to have every type of person on. It it doesn't matter um, what art you do, what, what you, what you do as long as you have a story to tell
0: and you want to tell it. Exactly, man. Um, That's, that's, that's what it's all about too. And that's what I really like too. And you know what the coolest thing I can tell you about going out to these shows is when I meet these people, every story is different whether it be from the conversation I have with them in the parking lot to the exchange we have of a small memento or whether them be on stage and I'm listening to their story, you know, like there's so many beautiful people out there with so much to say. It's actually like, it's just, I don't really listen to what's been put. Like, you know, that mainstream scene, like since I've started this, I really don't even pay attention to that stuff anymore. You know, it's, 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 it's definitely I've, I'm into a whole new realm of music and I, I can say that I still have a couple of things I listen to but my music taste was kind of getting a little dry you know like it was very repetitive like I really wanted something new but I didn't I didn't know quite what it was and this this podcast and media thing I'm doing really it gave me a new opening to a whole nother book of music and it, and it's really really great and there's always i you know i can throw you some artists uh, i'm not sure if you've seen them on the on the instagram page the artist works little thing but there's definitely some some good some good hip-hop out there and i know you like some hip-hop so yeah i'm just very
1: particular about my my music like i i like i, I don't know like yeah it has to really touch me for me to listen to it like i can't just listen to anything like i have to like you have it to know
0: music is all about connection. You're 100% yeah. correct.
1: Like I'm very particular um and I only listen to music uh certain times of the day. Mm-hmm. Um and for certain reasons um like I can't just be chilling right now and just listen to music. There's you know, I don't know. Um I'm very particular about my music to be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, um uh here we go. To to kind of not steer off, but you know, we'll we'll you know, we'll ask a couple music questions here if you don't mind. I have these for you. Um when you find like I say I don't know. Do you find any inspiration, like in any types of music? Are there any artists of any genre that uh, kind of helped inspire you with "Burn the Wagon"? Maybe you throw them on to get a, a podcast idea, a topic idea, a real a TikTok idea, whatever it may be.
1: Absolutely. So, like I was saying, I'm really particular about music. Um, yeah, like the lyrics really have to have to mean something. They have to say something, and you have to flow well. Mm-hmm. And and you have and it can't just be just just anything on a beat um yeah so like hip-hop is a little bit hard for me to listen to because i feel like uh, it's lost its way a lot and a lot of rappers are just wanting to say just want to rap um, yeah so yeah i can't just go off and listen to anything so majority of the time i'm listening to reggae because um what i am trying to do and what i am Trying to push is exactly what um, reggae is um, speaking about being oppressed, being um, held down, being caged. Those sort of things really get me motivated. Um, so, yeah, artists like that, artists that are really speaking from the heart. Um, Chronics is a good one, reggae that yeah. um, really good artist that I listen to.
0: Yeah.
1: Atmosphere is a really good hip hop artist that I listen to. Yeah, man. There's another dude out of uh, the Bay Area that's really now is uh la russell um and he's just speaking about yeah he's good yeah you know he's he just speaks about actual shit that he sees in his neighborhood he's not just speaking about drugs money and and women cars clothes um like i i can't do that stuff um so yeah stuff like that is uh, really touching me right now you know
0: what I mean? well here's one for you since we're kind of wrapping around on a fun topic you just gave me three artists and it seems like you're listening to him right now. Could you throw me two more to make that five to kind of better understand your your uh, your music book right now?
1: Yeah. So um, let's see. Another good artist is Natalie Rise. Um, she's she's down for, to stand up against the system. Pretty much anything that's that's standing up against the system, and and the system is the U.S. government. Um, so anything that is resisting against that, or resisting against patriarchy, or resisting against um, capitalism, I'm down for. Um, yeah, but like I said, it it really has to like hit me in a in a way that I'm like, okay, this flows with the music. This this beat goes well with with his voice, with what mm-hmm. he's saying. You can tell he's practiced it, or she, or they. Um, you know. It it I have to know the person has practice and I know have to know the person is really like saying what they what they mean and what they want to say. Like so like that's why I'm saying I'm particular about my music. Yeah, you know, I, I got I I got it has to be worth listening to for me to listen to it.
0: Yes. Always, always. Yes. I mean that that's a very good point right there. I mean, why just buy it and listen to it? No, like well what's the meaning behind it? Why did you pick it? You know, like a hundred percent.
1: and yeah. like you're asking, like like what motivates me that's that's what i'm listening to music for is to get yeah. motivated there you go that's like a, that's, that was like a perfect question because like yeah like we can listen to music but like mm-hmm. are we are, like what is it because i really like to like daydream when i'm listening to music and a lot of the times lately i've been crying it's been bringing me like i cry once a day listen to music
0: yeah it brings so, it brings an emotion out but it, it's a real feeling
1: yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for is is exactly that is emotion. What brings me emotion?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. And it takes a lot of a person to show that, especially in today's world, to be able to show a raw emotion like that and not let it take you down, but let it know that it's almost like you're healing yourself by letting something so small like that just help you get through a time or from a connection from something. A hundred percent. You're right. Mm-hmm. that's awesome man and uh was there was there another artist that you that you? oh listening? yeah
1: you said five i only get yeah four. yeah no you're all good, you're all good <laughs> on, you see it's natalie that- rise i said um
0: yeah you had a uh, la russell chronics atmosphere and natalie rise
1: um let's see what's another artist man that i'm listening to right now um Jeez, that's hard uh because i don't listen to music much um and I'm on a I'm on a, a hip hop podcast right now. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because no. I I do my, I do my own poetry and stuff too. So that's that's a long. Well, how line. about that?
0: We could just we could say that, man. Your poetry it could be your music, man.
1: No, I don't. I don't. I dude, honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't listen to it just because, like, yeah. I'm still like getting the um the chops to like listen to my voice and listen like watch myself um. But uh, another good artist that I really listen to is Stick Figure. Um, okay. That is another motivating um, motivating crew that I listen to. And I'm honestly diving into a lot of, um, like, roots reggae. So a person that l- – let's scratch Stick Figure and let's do um, brother, um, brother Culture. Brother um, Culture. Yeah, so he's a, he's a reggae artist. Um, and you should look up Rastafari Ar- Army. Um,
0: is that a song by him?
1: yeah and that and that song is pretty much encompasses what I'm what I'm doing in my life right now
0: um, yeah All right, I will definitely give that a listen that's something I can listen to later after we uh, after we're done with the show today um, wow that's uh, I, that's just a wide variety because La Russell I know he's out of Vallejo and um, I uh it's strange I, I found his song from um him doing a video on Instagram him in the back of a truck. I don't know if you had seen that one on Instagram of him do one of his hit songs, that one with Neff the Pharaoh he has.
1: No, I hadn't. I, I had seen him on The Breakfast Club where he spits one of his verses and it just and like that verse was just like extremely good. Um he says the first line is like European oh, I can't remember, but it's it's amazing. It's 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 along the lines of just like Europeans just stealing everything. Um, you know. But like yeah, it, stuff like that just speaks to me. And you know uh, us from being from Mendocino, we love that Vallejo rap.
0: Oh yeah, uh, of course. Mac yeah. Dre
1: is still my screensaver on my phone to this day.
0: Yeah, I shout out the Thiz King all the time. I always say, Hypey he won't die until I die." Mac Dre, he's he's a big he's a big motivation for me, man. It's uh, he's uh he's he was influential, man. And the thing is, the reason why I always want to talk about Dre and I always like to bring Dre up. Is because I want to be able to give Drake credit because I feel like he hasn't been given the credit that he really deserves.
1: He hasn't, man. And um, lyrically, he's amazing. It's just because, you know, he was underground. And he 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 didn't he didn't he didn't want to be on the radio and he didn't want to do those things and he was straight hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he 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 says it himself. He's a preppy. He's a print, He's a pimp. He's a crestside rider. He's so many different things. album. Uh, Al- so many different styles. Denzel Washington. Yeah, he could. He could. He could talk to the nerd down the street. He could talk to the gangster on the corner. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's the the type of person. And obviously, I'm just like going off of like videos and stuff because I used to re- religiously watch watch his videos. Um, yeah, and and the type of person he was is what I want to be is just be able to, to speak and mingle with every type of person.
0: Yeah. And the thing, I don't know, did you ever, if you, the Dre fan, you are, if you watch them extensively, then you've tapped into the whole Trill TV catalog.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, that was, uh, when I was 14 and 15, that was, that was on probably every single day of my life. Um, so yeah, I've watched one and two, um, pretty, pretty extensively. Um, I can, I, every single one of his dance moves is, is in my repertoire. Um, yeah, anything he, he did, I tried to emulate, um, at our dances.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mac Dre, man. And you know what? The great thing too, I love Mac Dre and the thing too. And when you say how he could connect to a lot of people, well, you know, my dad, you know, we've, everybody in our community knows my pops and my dad, he's an old time head. He was born in the fifties and. Um, he never liked hip-hop, he would never like it. And one thing my dad would always tell me was, hey, if you're going to put on your rap, you got to put one song on for me. And my dad's favorite rapper, his only rapper, was Mac Dre, and his favorite song by him was Not My Job. And that was a deal my dad would always make with me before we'd go on a road trip, because he knew that's what I was going to play. So I'd give my dad that time, and, he, man, my dad would be sitting there, driving in a Ford Ranger, like, that's not my job. not And it's just great because like how you just, you know, iterated Dre could talk to the nerd down the street or the gangster on the corner. Well, he's got my dad, you know, a carpenter up in Mendocino driving around in a a Ford Ranger, you know, just getting loose to his music. You know, it's just that, that's, that's, that's being almost more than influential. You know, it's like, there's almost a different word for it.
1: Yeah. He was, he definitely could uh, touch a lot of people, man. And unfortunately I, you know, we were a little bit behind, you know, young for, for him. Um, because so he, he passed away in 2004, but, uh, definitely eventually in my life, I, um, I'm going to work my way up with his podcast to interview people in his inner circle. Um, so yeah, that's, that's definitely a goal yeah, of mine. I'm, um,
0: I'm right there with you. I'm I really have the same dream to get a lot of Bay area artists out here. Um, you you know that that's you know i want to build this platform That's what we're all about we're about music podcasts sports going to live events um covering live events you know and also for the audience too if you haven't got out on the youtube page you got to go out and remember to check out support the underground we got episodes one two and three right now up there um they are live so remember to go hit that subscribe button you'll get a little notification Every time we'll be dropping and we're also going to start dropping too. Um, We got a lot of stuff getting set up. So we're going to also be having the video of a lot of these episodes in the work and then it will be on a consistent basis where you can find the episodes on Spotify and you can find it on our YouTube page. And uh, one question I did have for you on, do you have your uh, podcasts available for like audio listening anywhere on the internet or any apps or anything currently?
1: No, audio is not really what I'm going for. Um, yeah i'm I'm going for more um visual because i want people to see people's faces when they're talking about these things i want to see how they're feeling and i want people to see their emotions um so i do have a couple audio um episodes edited and ready to go it's just in my personal opinion um i i i'm looking for video um but yeah it's everything's on youtube everything i mean eventually you're like I will get get to Spotify and, and 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 stuff like that but um as of right now I'm I'm really keen on the on the audio on the the video because I think it's important for people to to see people's emotions and see how because there's certain questions that I ask that are like it's it's really it's cuz we carry a lot of trauma through us. Yeah. Some of these questions are very tra- traumatic questions to think about and to talk about. Mm -hmm. So if people see that and they really know it's real and they really know we're coming from a real place. Yes. Um, so that's my main, my main goal right now.
0: That's awesome. All right. I'm going to keep this going here. All right. So I don't know these questions. These, these were just some personal questions I wanted to get from someone from your, your point of view. I feel like these are important, you know, boundaries to be able to, you know, break and be able to talk about things like this. But in your mind, I'm just curious, do you think that there is a, like, is there really a voice in the United States government that is actually pushing for kind of like the same kind of same vision you have, like being able to recognize Native Americans and their culture and, and everything else that comes with it?
1: Um, there is uh, Deb Holland who is um I can't remember her actual um her actual position but she is making making waves for Native Americans and um indigenous people across Turtle Island. Um but as far as not it's hard man because I do I want to encourage people to get involved in things like this and, and vote. But at the same time these two political parties are both a part of the same shit bird. Um, yeah. So it's really hard to encourage that. Like, so it's yes, there is right now somebody that is representing us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know if she's representing us for us or if she's representing us for her own political gain.
0: Yeah. So and, it's, yeah.
1: And yes, she is a Native American. She is Indigenous. She is... that She doesn't identify as that. I I, will, I can never take that away from her. Yes. But um, we don't know the... Under, like, is she really helping our communities? And that's the whole thing about starting this podcast. Like, like if no one's going to create a space for us, if no one's going to create platforms for us, it, I'll create it myself. Mm-hmm. And if I have to be the person to, to be the face of it, fuck it, I will. Um and I, i'm not educated person i'm not in a person that went to school um but i am passionate about getting voices heard so i think um as it's hard because like it it's, we do need people in these political spaces to to get our name heard but at the same time it's it's we don't want to be a part of a a system that has committed genocide on our people
0: <clears throat> yeah definitely that that's uh It's something that has to be definitely oppressed and and dealt with, um, with, with, with like the, with the politics of everything though. Um, what has the, just to my better understanding, like the whole pipeline situations and stuff like that, like are those being dealt with are, are there still being pipelines laid on uh, native lands right now that we should, we should be fighting to have stopped.
1: Yeah. So, um, there is pipelines being put throughout many res- I mean, uh, many reservations in the United States. Um, a big one people have heard about is Standing Rock. Another pipeline that people have heard about is Line 3. And um, so what, what my issue is with this situation is we got pushed to these reservations. We got pushed to these lands that aren't originally ours. And we, we didn't originally inhabit these lands that they pushed us to. Mm-hmm. But now that they've figured out that they can profit off going through these lands, they want they want something to do with it. So before these lands, they didn't know they can make profit. They just shoved us there and said, you guys live there off of this shit land and you guys can't don't have resources like hunting, like fishing, like stuff like that. And then once they find out that, oh, we can make revenue, we can make money off of going through here let's do it and let's not even care about the push people that we forced to be on this land yes and in that that those pipes the the oil leaks into the waterways that destroys the sa- fish i don't know if there's salmon in certain parts of these uh but i know for us it would be salmon up in northern california um so it, it's yeah, it's it's tough. Um, it's a tough situation because they won't stop putting their pipelines in. They stop building for six months because people are interfering. But after that six months, they go back right into it and, and start building. So it's um, they're not being dealt with, even though, like I said, we have Deb Holland in, in these in this situation in in this p- position of power. But she doesn't have enough power and firepower behind her. So I guess we do need more natives in these situations to get more firepower behind people like her. So it's, it's a really tough, tough conversation to have. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It was just, it was just something I I just wanted to kind of just dive into just a little bit. You know, I just want to have the best understanding to my ability, you know, and um, you know, learn every bit that I can. So when, when conversations ever do come up, I kind of have more of a sense of what's going on, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh yeah i i myself have to do cuz like there's so many that pop up every every month you know stop stop line 3 stop this pipeline stop this pipeline so it's like i have to do much more but research on each each individual pipeline but yeah. overall these these companies are just trying to come in and take over the land that they pushed a certain people to
0: mm-hmm.
1: um to profit off of Yes. And a lot of these oil oil companies bring in man camps that really bring in all types of people. Mm-hmm. And that's a big issue with our MMIW, which is missing and murdered indigenous women yeah. and two spirits. So um, that's a big issue that that runs into that, because our women are two times, two and a half times more likely to be sexually assaulted and they're 10 times more likely to be murdered by it than any other race. So um yeah, the the it's it's bigger than just saving the earth. It's saving our people too.
0: Yeah, I know. There's there's more to life than exactly just just saving the earth. It's humanity. It's all the little things that come with it too. Yeah. yeah build the foundation and the structure to keep it, keep it going.
1: A 100%.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Um yeah, no, it's it, it's really sad to see, you know, especially what's going on, you know, it's like it's, it's just a it's, you know, it's almost like high school these days with the political parties how I look at it, it's just two two teams like fighting each other almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's um and if you're on one one team, you, you know, you really hate the other team and it's like I don't know, it's it's a weird time. It's a really weird time because it's i mean like one side does have some fucked up views and that's the right side um so it's like i don't know like how could you still possibly like agree that women shouldn't be allowed to get an abortion in 2022
0: yeah that's
1: wild to me that's like you know the craziest thing like i don't fucking know like
0: yeah no definitely
1: this political system like like i said man like the like Like the podcast says, we got to burn the fucking wagon,
0: man. Exactly, right there. You just heard. You just heard one say it. We got to be able to stand up and just let's all put an end to it. You know, everyone stand up together and and be a bigger voice. You know, use your voice.
1: Yeah, because if we if we ultimately get rid of the patriarchy, if we get rid of capitalism, if we fucking get rid of colonialism it'll be beneficial for the, the the our
0: entire country
1: it's not just gonna be beneficial for our native communities it's going to be beneficial for the entire
0: country exactly and that's why i think people it's almost like everyone's just scared though you know that's that's it, how america lives they live their life almost in fear it seems like but we're supposedly this big powerhouse
1: and that that's the thing that uh that people kind of they hear land back and they go what well, where are you going to send me where are you going to where are you going to put me we're like we're not going to take you from your land we're not going to take these things from you just mm-hmm. these things that you these certain things that you have we want the same thing in our communities cuz on the navajo uh, on the navajo re- reservation i believe 38% of people don't have running water
0: that's insane
1: so that's that's a huge thing for us in land back we're not going to take take where you live we just want the same things that you have in our communities.
0: Yeah. And that's so hard for a lot of people to understand. You know, they just, they, and they refuse to accept it.
1: A hundred percent. And it, it, yeah, they think it's, they're, we're going to send everybody back to Europe or whatever. It's like, nah, man, that, you know, how hard of a process that would be. Like, and, we're,
0: and, it, and we're past that. It, that couldn't even happen
1: exactly that we're 300 years past that shit. We can't like, that's you're here. You're in this country. You're a citizen of this country. We just want the same thing as, as you, you know,
0: exactly. Simple as that. Yeah, no, it's definitely, there's, there's a lot of great things that, um, you cover too. I've been able to watch a few of your uh, Instagram lives. They're always very informative and there's always a lot that I, I always catch. But with that being said, um, a couple more questions I do have for you. Um, what well, do you have any like events i know that you're in the central coast of uh, california uh, santa cruz california to be exact um how how well do you get around to events are you just kind of central california at the moment
1: um so santa cruz is is pretty much all the events that i can get to at the moment i mm-hmm. i could go to so i don't have a car so um i could get up to the bay area and check out some events um, but if it's enough time ahead, like I can, I can get time off and I can go to an event like in LA or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, June is an event that people can catch me at here in Santa Cruz, and I am possibly doing a land acknowledgement. I'm not sure yet, um, but yeah, that'll be a pad- paddle out um, here in Santa Cruz, California. Mm-hmm. Um, look up. Uh, Black Surf Club of Santa Cruz, I believe is their name, um, is putting it on, which is amazing. Trying to um, incorporate more, you know, people of indigenous and uh, people from the black communities to go out and um, surf and retake, retake the ocean. As, as you know, the ocean and surfing is kind of deemed a white sport and a white thing to do. But um, I think the ocean is for everybody, you know, and those things are for everybody. Um, so, yeah, it's I just kind of went on a fucking little rant about that. But um, no, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah.
0: it's 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 a way that you you want to share and the way that you want to put it in context. You know, it's, it's it's your way of understanding it as well.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, man, if, if anybody wants to catch me out there um, or just. Hop in my DMs if you want to know anything. Burn the wagon at Instagram, YouTube, um, or you can follow my personal page One Two Tree. Um,
0: yeah, all that stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. No, it's um, it's great, and it's it's um, it's always fun to have you know, like you said, you want to have all types of walks of life and all types of guests on and stuff, and that that's the same same energy i have man and i'm i'm very thankful that you were uh, willing to get on to and i'll definitely i got it written down here it says what stewie g you said his name was
1: yeah check him out man check his instagram so out. what
0: what could you what what he's so he's a native american rapper correct
1: yeah he's a rapper he does he does shows all over the place man
0: awesome sweet well i'm definitely gonna have to get in with him and um have you have you had the chance to uh, speak with him at all
1: yeah i had i had him on my podcast um he's from lake county um, but he also grew up in the Bay area somewhere. So he's, he's got that, uh, you know, he grew up in, in the Bay area for most of his life, but he also li- lived in Lake County, which is like more, um, backwoods style living. So he has this, you know, he has the urban and then he has the, um, backwoods living to his, uh, repertoire. So, um, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a cool dude.
0: Definitely awesome. Yeah, no, I appreciate you uh recommending that. And also too, yeah, man, if you got any other projects or anything too, you know, just feel free to just um shoot in my way and we'll we'll do our best to get some uh some promotions out like that. But uh what's uh what's your future schedule um looking like? Do you what's you uh you know, what do you got going on for the rest of the year with Bar in the Wagon? Um I mean
1: just continue to push out content, continue mm-hmm. to network. Uh, continue to um, get better, uh, continue to um, promote as many voices, as many stories that I can. Um, obviously, the the goal is to get, um, is to monetize all this somehow um, and get sponsors. Um, so yeah, um, the more events I can get to, the better chances I have for that. Um, but yeah, um just definitely just check out burn the wagon on instagram and then youtube and we are working on a website we are um working on shirts we are working on stickers so yeah all that stuff is in the works
0: that's awesome man i'm really glad um that you're getting that going it's definitely um you know i'm in the same boat you know trying to piece all this together and really you know monetize and and build a brand you know it's uh if there's a lot of behind the scenes, a lot that a lot of people don't see, you know?
1: Absolutely. And it's, it's a lot of emailing, a lot of reaching out to people,
0: a lot of exactly a lot of coordinating, a lot of no's, you know, that's, you know, a lot of rejection that that's been my big thing to teach myself, you know, don't let one know, you know, ruin what you're, you're trying to accomplish that day.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, you get a no, but there's five more people in that of that type of person that you can, you can interview, you know, yeah. obviously it's it, like you said earlier, it's a different story for each, per, each of us, each, each of us have a, a completely different story, mm-hmm. but there could be along the same realm or the same, you know, just what they're touching on mm-hmm. is what you want to get to the, the, your audience. So yeah. It, it, yeah, just cause that one person said, no, there's other people that have, that may have that same type
0: of vibe about them, you know? Definitely. Definitely. No, that's, and the vibe is, is definitely a big thing I've been finding. That's everyone's key go-to down here, especially Southern California, the LA hip hop underground scene. It's, um, it's definitely been a treat. We can say that it's, uh, it's, uh, cool to see something different, you know?
1: Absolutely. And we're coming where we come from. Um, there's not much that happens like events like that. So, um, yeah it's, it's it's probably cool to be a part of
0: well no and another thing too um one that I'll, I'll mention i'll just kind of snippet on it this is actually something we have in the works um i've actually been putting my little head to work and thinking that same thing that you just kind of iterated out of your mouth there's nothing going on where we're from and i've been at this you know i've had i've been doing this about a year almost uh in july it'll be a year for me um but really, I've been going at it two months. But the amount of people I've met in two months, a lot of them want to do shows. A lot of them want to get their music out there. A lot of them want to get their names out there. And right now, currently, I've, I've found a couple promoters, a couple people that know how to put things like this together. And hopefully, if we can plan it all right, we're going to try and propose a, um, a hip-hop event at the Point Arena Theater um, sometime, um, hopefully by the end of this year. Yeah, man. I I encourage you to do that.
1: Um I've been I've I've talked to a couple of people on the um Arena Theater Board and they they're all down to have an event. It just has to be planned correctly.
0: Yeah, you gotta I've already talked to John DuPont a little bit and it's, you know there's the insurance thing, the how much are the tickets getting your cut and yeah exactly as long as you know it's getting planned accordingly they're they're willing to do it and that's a great thing about that theater too they've had so many different types of events there they man they've done like wow when we were kids they used to have the electronic dance ones um um
1: what was his name fucking dj fuzz or something fuzz fuzz patrol
0: yeah, we would always go see Fuzz Patrol. I was some guy from like he was from the Bay Area or something, and he would come it, His
1: name's Ian Stinson. It was uh it was, it was Pilar's dad.
0: Yeah, and he would always play and he would bring all his EDM friends from like the Bay Area and they would throw a show for us. And those were really some of the last like kind of like youthful though, like you know, you'd catch the 15, 16 to like 25-year-old crowd, you know, like people looking to do something on a Saturday night.
1: Yeah, um and Revolution used to play there a lot when I was, like, 14, 15. Yeah,
0: I actually remember seeing them in 2007 for $6 there.
1: Yeah, man, that was when I was a freshman.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, how many of us can say that we saw Revolution at the theater for, like, fuck, dude, their tickets now are, like, I mean, all props to the boys. You know, they've earned it. They've They blew up. But that's just crazy to think that, you know, they used to come to our little small community and, I mean, well, all really part to uh, Harlan's brother, Marley. So, I mean, he, him being, you know, partially from there. So, but yeah, those were great times. And I really want to, you know, this is my platform. It's also a media company, you know, and like we're, we're trying to, you know, like you said, monetize this and, and push events. And that, that's something I, I, you know, I want to give back to my community in the aspect of being able to provide something to do. How many times have you been around in a circle up there? Like, hey guys, what is there to do?
1: yeah and um yeah and that's that's the thing i think a couple people that have kind of gotten big and and have the ability to do things they haven't done in our hometown yeah um which is unfortunate um but yeah i don't really want to go anywhere further than that but um yeah, man, it'd be amazing to get some stuff uh, planned up there. I'm definitely want to do a live podcast um, up in the theater. Uh, so yeah, the, the, I definitely encourage it. We can definitely collab and and make it a, a dual thing or whatever, man. No, um, we I'm can down do to support.
0: I know it's gonna take a team, man. I'm not. I'm I'm sure as hell not doing this by myself. And so yeah, definitely it will get planned accordingly. But it's something that I've been right now and really wanting to do and i feel like it would also be you know just another great way to help people get their voice out there you know and just have fun you know like let's bring some let's bring some music from southern california up to mendo you know and let some people listen to some west coast underground hip-hop yeah absolutely it'd be a, definitely a vibe um but you know we're getting close here we're almost with our hour mark we got about 10 minutes here it's definitely. um it's definitely been a fun chatting with you on i really appreciate you coming out for the fourth episode um a couple more little things i'm just going to wrap on a short note i think we might have covered it but so we're just clear um is there anybody that you want to thank uh maybe anybody you want to shout out um uh with your whole burn the wagon series or anybody you want to get a little recognition to
1: um If I want to give any recognition to anybody, it's anybody that's out there living on the res, Um, it's anybody that's living out there with mental health issues, it's anybody out there that's living with, uh, that's dealing with domestic violence. I want to send love out for yourselves for being here and listening to this podcast today. And I want to send love out to our precious Mother Earth for allowing us to strive and live and be human beings on this turtle island that we call home.
0: Awesome, man. That's great. And just so we can uh, make sure we get everything clear too, for socials and uh, where people can find you in that aspect. Um, just so we can iterate it was burn the wagon. Is that just all one word or on your Instagram, or do you want to go ahead and shout that out again?
1: I believe it's burn underscore the underscore wagon. Um, and if you want to email me, too, it's burnthewagon1492 at gmail.com, all lowercase. Um, if you want to look up the YouTube, it's just type in burn the wagon, and you'll see the um, burn, burning wagon logo um, up there. And definitely subscribe and share as much as you can um, on the YouTube, on the Instagram yeah man I really appreciate you appreciate you having me on here um
0: yeah man I definitely appreciate-
1: keep going keep keep pushing keep uh pushing to get people's underground music heard man
0: yeah no definitely man i just um i wanna be a bigger voice for that independent scene i wanna do what the mainstream isn't doing you know why don't you just you've already made not make it about the money just 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 do it just help people just be a good person is that so hard to do these days I think it is. <laughs>
1: yeah man absolutely
0: yeah but it's been an honor one i want to thank you again and i want to thank my audience uh for checking in today um today's episode it was brought to you in part by me and juan um it was definitely a great time um we're definitely we're gonna have them on again hopefully out in the future and um you know we're g- gonna be doing some more stuff to one that we definitely want to get you involved with and uh, hopefully we can do um a support the underground a uh, short uh, series for you on YouTube. Uh, next time I'm up in Santa Cruz, um, if we can, you know, we'll find something or, you know, I'll cover one of your events. You know, we'll definitely make it work and, um, you know, let the let the people see what you're doing, you know, with the more, like you said, you're about video, you know, let, the, let your emotion transfer through the screen to the listener. A hundred percent, man. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you, Juan. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a good day.
1: Later.